What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the POD Podcast. I am your host, Scott, and today I have a little bit of a sore subject to touch on. Um, I'm not going to release any personal details of the victim, the individual, you know, or his family or anything like that. Simply put, he is a 24-year-old Texas man who passed away um, after being hospitalized due to his vape exploding, sending fragments into his neck and skull. Now, as scary as that sounds, I'm here as someone who's, I would say, very experienced with different kinds of devices to touch on the subject and to what potentially went wrong. This information that I'm about to provide for you could save a life, okay? Now, I know this is a very, you know, I mean, it's a popular platform, but it's not like trending like that, like YouTube or something like that, which I might end up putting the audio on YouTube, but you're going to hear it here first. And for anybody that vapes needs to hear this. Okay. Half the people that do are already familiar with this information. Now I'm going to touch on both sides unbiasedly. I'm not going to say that this kid was an idiot. I'm not going to say that he particularly did something wrong. I'm also not going to say the shop that he got from the device or that he got the device from did something wrong. It's hard to point fingers in a situation like this. And nonetheless, my thoughts and prayers are out to the family suffering because this was preventable, hundred percent preventable. There was neglect somewhere in that whole operation. And it's very sad. It's very, very sad. What we can't do and what I want to prevent from happening is pinning the blame on the industry. All right? I don't know. Okay, so listen, right? This is what happened. This 24-year-old Texas man stopped into a vape shop. He picked up a mechanical mod device. Mechanical mods. Listen, usually are made out of metal, copper, brass, whatever. Usually they are insulated with some sort of non-conductive material being Delrin or any other sort of non-conductive material. Most of the mechanical mods though, most that are out there, which are those basic cylindrical metal tube devices, Most of those don't have the insulated feature to them prior to a certain date, or it even just depends on how the company likes to make their devices. It's a company and brand preference. There's no regulations on that. Listen, when you're dealing with a mechanical device, you are taking a battery. You have to make sure it's the right battery or... What happened to this gentleman can happen to you. You have to make sure you you are using the right battery for the device, but not only the right battery for your device, it is more important to pair up that battery's parameters to the atomizer that you were using on top of it. When it comes to certain mechanical devices, there are certain allowances and spacings in the device that you may have to adjust to safely use the device. If you are unaware of this knowledge, you might just throw any old tank, any old RDA on there, 
and pop goes the weasel. You know what I mean? You got to be fucking careful, okay? Due to um, some board of health and FDA regulations, shops are no longer allowed to teach people and set up devices for them so that they can gain this knowledge safely. With that being said, it is also common sense to go home and somehow research your device, research its own parameters, research the functions, research what's right and wrong for it, research battery safety, research atomizer safety. It is not fucking rocket science. You do a quick YouTube or Google search and you have all the information you need to safely use your device. If you are not given this information, why the fuck do you think it's okay to just use it willy-nilly? You know what I mean? Just do whatever with it. Now, granted, I don't know the details of the case. Obviously, that information hasn't been released yet. It could have been a shop neglectful action or something like that where it's like, yeah, man, use it as is. Use whatever you want on it. Someone could have easily said that and falsely misled this individual into losing his life. If that's the case, don't pin blame on the industry, pin blame on the individual. Because that is neglect. Okay? That is neglect. On the other hand, this kid could have, like, being, we're working for a shop myself. Sometimes people just come in, buy what's interesting to them, and don't want to hear the information you want to provide for them. You try and teach them about the device, but, oh, I'm in a rush. Oh, I got shit to do. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Okay, if that's the case, I always say, me personally, I always say, hey, do your research before using this device or come back or call if you have any questions. Do your fucking research. You need to know Ohm's law. You need to know battery safety. You need to know the difference between hybrid top cap and not hybrid top cap mechanical mods. You need to know what's compatible with those. You need to know what's safe to use with those. You need to know what a floating 510 pin is, and you also need to know what an adjustable 510 pin is and how they are compatible with each other when it comes to the device you're using. You need to know this stuff. Before you jump in and use a device like this, I'm not going to go out on a limb and say this kid was just an idiot and didn't know how to use his device properly, didn't do the research, didn't take it upon himself to gain the knowledge he needs to use a device that's basically a pipe bomb when you don't use it correctly. This is well established though. This isn't... Oh God. You see... I'm just trying to jump the gun on people trying to say it's vaping's fault or the mod's fault or the people's fault. Whose fault really is it? It's hard to say. Nine times out of ten, once a device leaves the store, it is no longer the responsibility of the company to what happens to the device. Most vape shops, I would say ten out of ten vape shops, are resellers. What does that mean? It equates to basically buying your shit from a retail store. It's like going to Walmart and buying a shirt that's from Nike or something. Or, you know, just... I don't know what they sell there. I don't really shop at Walmart too much. But, you understand? Yes. If something is in a packaged up and sealed form, it is not... Like, yes, we have policies and things like that. We have refund, return, and exchange policies. 
Of course, because we're the ones selling you the product. But when it comes to the actual device itself, after a certain amount of time, that liability no longer falls on us. Now, word has it that this person walked out of the shop, threw the device together in the parking lot, used it once, and boom. And that was it. That was a wrap. This could have happened from a dead battery or a battery with not enough power to supply to the atomizer, a defective battery, which you really don't see all too much. Mishandled batteries are fairly common, but not sold. That, that's something we usually notice and we do not sell defective batteries. I don't know about the company in question though. Um, if the battery's ripped, torn, or has any dents on either of the positive or negative posts, you don't fucking use it. If you do try to use it and you try to tinker with your device and adjust to it, blah, blah, blah. You're asking for fucking problems, okay? The next point I have to make is if this motherfucker... <laughs> I don't want to say this motherfucker. I, I, I didn't mean that in a dis disrespectful way. That's just how I describe people. If you know me, you know that. Anyway, if this gentleman... took a regulated tank, which is a tank with replaceable heating elements, a tank in which you unscrew it apart to take out the heating, uh, heating element, dispose of it, and pop a new one in. Preset ohms, things like that. It's pretty much already ready to go. The cotton in the coil just needs to soak for a few minutes before it's ready to be heated up. If you throw a tank like that, on a mechanical mod, you are also asking for problems. Those are not built for mechanical devices. Those are built for regulated devices only. Anything with a safety chip, a motherboard, or digital display feature is what those tanks are made for. When you get into the realm of RDAs, you have to make sure you have the right build in there, which is basically a deconstructed form of a tank with no fill chamber. That is something you build your heating elements on, wick with cotton, and apply juice directly to the coil head in order to create vapor. Those are what's made for mechanical devices and regulated devices alike. It is cross-compatible in those departments, depending on the device. Some RDAs do not have hybrid top cap compatibility. Some do, some don't. There are hundreds of brands out there, okay? That's besides the point. I mean, fuck, man. Straight up, my condolences to the family, though. Because this is genuinely a huge hiccup for the industry. And I don't think people are really seeing that yet. It's a huge hiccup for the industry because of uneducated people, maybe. Asterisks, parentheses, whatever you need to put around those to make it a maybe. Allegedly. Allegedly. Uneducated individuals or uneducated shop workers. Because there's no way in fucking hell that this mod by itself just decided to implode. They are built to specific parameters. And once you put a battery in there, that's where your first set of rules comes from. Because you have to use the right battery and paired with the right atomizer and or Build, which is the set of coils you install on your RDA deck. You have to pair those up and make sure that they are compatible. 
also, if you are building an RDA, you do that on a regulated device, whether that be one of those little ohm kits that read out the ohms for you and heat up the coils for you prior to you putting it on a mechanical device or you put it on a regulated two battery or a dual 18650 regulated mod to make sure the readings of the coil are safe for what the battery is requiring you to build to. That's Ohm's law. Ohm's law is the equation of your battery's parameters to your RDA's parameters or your coil's parameters. That really comes into play. When you take all of these out of the equation, you are asking for a fucking problem. Now I am saying this so that people, so that some people can shut their mouth and not try to pin it on stupid shit they know nothing about. Because believe me, I get people in my shop on a daily basis when I'm working there having questions like, oh, this won't blow up in my face, will it? And I'm like, yo, the fact that you have to ask me this question, like some people, listen, some people are brand new to it. That is a wholehearted question. And I appreciate people asking me that question so I can inform them on making a good educated decision for themselves. Because I'm not the one using the mod that you're picking out. I'm simply offering you information to make a better choice and device that suits you better. Okay? I am so happy when people ask me that question. Some people will get offended. Some people will be like, blow up, blow up. What do I, what does this look like to you? No. I am so happy when people ask me that question. Because it allows me to inform them. And here, I'm taking a step ahead and informing some people before they even have to ask that question. Okay? Do your own research, though. Go on YouTube. Go on Google. There are plenty of videos out there willing to educate you on these facts. With that being said, my condolences to the family. This is a mistake that didn't have to happen. But don't you dare for a second try to take an uneducated stance on something you know nothing about. That you know nothing about. Just because a vape blew up in someone's face doesn't mean automatically you know everything and you have an opinion to say. This is not a matter of opinion. This is a matter of facts and being educated and uneducated. I'm not stepping inside of an electrician's office and offering my opinion on a house fire. You know what I mean? It, it just... Don't do it. Just don't do it. Anyway, this was a, a very important subject to touch on for me. Sorry if I was loud. <laughs> um... Yeah, man. Fuck. Vapes don't just blow up. That's my whole point here. Vapes don't just blow up. There is something that happened that made this happen. Whether that be someone uneducated through a device kit together that was not compatible with one another part-wise... Or it could have been the unlikely option, which is still probable, but it's highly unlikely That's, that everything was accounted for, everything was good, but there was a malfunction. But with a mechanical device, you kind of have to not pay attention in order for there to be a problem. That's just 
the fact of the matter. This isn't a regulated device with a motherboard screaming ship that just randomly decided to hiccup on you one day. There's no digital display features. There's no safety chip. There's no regulatory attributes to these devices. Battery, mod, and atomizer. And it is very fucking easy for someone uneducated and uninformed to fuck that up. It is actually more probable for someone to fuck up a setup like that when they don't have all the knowledge they need to than not. And that's just a sad truth about it. It's all about being educated and informed on your device, especially when you're using a mechanical device. It's not so self-explanatory. You have to look into it. With that being said, I'm going to wrap up this podcast. Thank you so much for listening today. Please share with your friends and family to get them educated on vaping as a whole. Just this episode. I'm not sure if they'd be too fond of the other episodes that I have on here where I discuss, you know, the music and things like that and deep dive into other things because I'm trying to expand my variety of topics on this channel because I have so many interests and I really don't feel like setting up multiple podcasts for it. So you're going to see a lot on this podcast and it's going to be really interesting. It is. We have a lot to uh, discuss going down the line, but as for that, I'm going to wrap things up today. Thank you so much for listening, you guys. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, feel free to send me a message on here and I will answer. Thank you so much, guys. I hope you have a wonderful Wednesday. This has been Scott from the POD Podcast. Thank you.